Hey, what up? This is your boy, Blurred Vision. And your girl, Mixed Girl Man. From Blurred Comics. And we have known each other since we were kids, and we've been talking about comics and mixedness for as long as we can remember. And we decided one day we were funny enough to put together a podcast. You know, because, I mean, we, we needed to put our voices out there, have it heard. And I think the best place that we came to, to to figure it all out was with Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, and you can use it right from your phone or computer. It has the creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds super good. I mean, they'll even distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher. All, all, the, all of them. All I mean, of them. you know, what's really good is that you can actually even make a little bit of dough. <laughs> all you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them Blurred Comics sent you. Yeah, let them know. This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about... Let me see, I fuck it up. Like, it's, I think, too much. <laughs> you gotta stop thinking so hard. I just need you to say it because I just lay it in into your smooth ass voice. That's the thing I hear the most is like, who's that dude you do that podcast with with that yeah. smooth ass voice? Okay, just here lay into go. that. I gotta, I gotta de- get, get deeper into get it. Deep. Okay, here we go. Welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking like Theo from fucking. It's KMO. my favorite thing about you now. <laughs> so you cannot Uh-oh. get through this one sentence you've been saying for one a year, th- nigga. Like, come on. Huh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurs. This is your boy. Uh, I'm going to go with Sean Wither Jones. Aw, see, I don't yeah. have one locked and loaded. Uh, uh, I guess I could go with Mixed Girl Maine, a.k.a. Yeah. Cutie Pie. Because that's what he always says, right? Cutie Pie. <laughs> Yeah. You should have been like, you should have been like this. You should have been mang, mang, mang all day oh, long. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take that one. Mang, mang, mang. So today we are going to chat a little bit in honor of John Witherspoon because he is the pops and the granddad of generations of us. And we lost him last week. Unfortunately, we had recorded before the news hit, so we didn't get to honor him last week, but we 
pulled together some of our favorite clips, and we just want to talk about what this man means to us in comedy and blackness and and blurred shit because he's blurred shit. you can geek out on him for a lot of different things. So right, I mean it. It I mean it comes from him being the the quintessential. We can say the quintessential black father that we all wish we had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and then eventually the black granddad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, just the things he said, it was kind of like, I think most of the time, the funny shit that he would say is when it would remind me of the, when I would have a good moment with my dad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was like, man, I wish, cause my dad was funny as shit sometimes too. Like, was funny. I, and, and, and sometimes it was not, intentional like so one time i remember he was sitting there and he was just looking and i was like dad what's going on man and he was like you know uh sean you know when uh when you're driving down the street and you have your hand out the side of the car and and your hand is like going with the wind (laughs) and you go up and down he said it's weird but it's cool like i was like (laughs) What? Okay. But I got it. You know what I mean? And then sometimes I'm just driving and I do that shit and I just, you know what I mean? Like, okay. But it's cool. I mean, like, to meet JJ as a little kid, he's a pretty scary dude. He's a big dude. He's pretty scary, whatever. But I do remember him being funny. And and I also remember them shoes. Yep. That man was always rocking them stays. (laughs) Yeah. For real. And I remember I got I listen, I when I got my scholarship to to Northridge, when I started playing ball down, down in Northridge and we needed some um some, you know, like to dress clothes to to fly and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got some SAOs, which was a Stacey Adam outerwear. It was like <laughs> they were like they were like Timbo's, but Stacey Adams, uh-huh. but like, oh, man, them shits was bomb. But I just felt connected, <laughs> man. You know, when you yeah. grow up with Stacy's, man, you know what I mean? I and mean, then you even just come mowing off. the lawn. Like, I remember driving past in the backseat of my mom's car and him being out there. And he was mowing the lawn in the joints. <laughs> so, hey, that's, that's some old nigga shit right there. When you <laughs> have so many Stacy Adams where you could have a pair where you have them shits on the sock <laughs> out in the front yard. You know what I'm saying? I Cutting the fucking that. grass. And all the Mark Threes, I remember yeah. that too. Yeah, that's funny. So. Uh, but yeah, I can see how like that kind of parallel. And I would say like for someone, someone like John Witherspoon, he was the version of a black dad that like I didn't have because I had the the kind of self hating, you right. know, dude right. who still like basically. Not quite to this degree, but homeboy and Friday, the neighbor who's like, Get up, can you not walk on my grass? That yes. motherfucker, that was my dad, basically. Without the, ro- <laughs> like, actually, now that I think about it, he had a robe, too. It was velvet, though, and it was red and black striped. But yeah, yeah, that basically, that guy could be the plug-in for my dad. So if you look at someone like a John Witherspoon and you look at someone like that and you're talking about trying to inform your blackness, when you're living in the hood too like i'm lit like basically friday is a screenshot of a day in the life where i grew up right because you know ice cubes from south central i'm from long beach same kind of deal and um and yeah we had all those kind of characters on our street as well it just so happened my dad was the (laughs) 
<laughs> get off my freaking lawn get off my freaking grass um so yeah that uh yeah so that was a little too close to home but to see someone like like john witherspoon in that movie i mean one of my favorite things uh from that movie of him is that scene from the bathroom hey! huh come in here where you at in the bathroom Man, I'll wait till you come out. Boy, bring your ass off up in here. What you talking about? You wait till I come out. I smelt your shit for 22 years. Now you can't smell mine for five minutes. Shut the door. <clears throat> now, your mama told me what happened to you yesterday. What? That was stupid. How the hell are you gonna get fired on your day off? I don't know. <clears throat> Well, you need a trade. Take a look at that paper over there on the, 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 the counter there. Ugh. I ain't trying to be no dog catcher. Why not? George Clinton was a dog catcher. No, he wasn't. Sure he was. That's why he said, do the dog catcher, dog catcher. I don't even like dogs. That's the beauty of it. I grab a dog. And I took him, and I, I kicked the shit out of him. And I, and I, all day long, I put up a dog's ass. Just bang, bang, bang up his ass. That's my pleasure. I don't think so, man. Well, i tell you one thing. Around here, you're going to work and go to school. The first of the month, rent is due. If you ain't got nothing on the table, you ain't got to worry about catching a dog. You got to worry about a dog catching your ass. <laughs> Do you go a time where you blow it up and don't say somebody open the window? I mean, I say it when my cats drop a deuce, like, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) like, God damn. But like, I don't know when I don't think of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a part of every black household. Like, basically, he wasn't saying anything new. He was just saying some shit on on TV for the first time, basically. Uh, right. That we all have uh, growing up, we all have that, and that aerosol can, mm-hmm. of, <laughs> like that. Oh my gosh, that is such a snapshot of a just, type of bike yeah, man. Old dad just sitting on a toilet, and you know you. Not, so here's the thing: you got the dad on the toilet. You know you already late for some shit that you told him that shit was supposed to be at one, and it's about twelve fifty eight. He on the <laughs> he on the toilet. Reading the motherfucking newspaper. <laughs> Ain't even started getting ready yet. But, but just all up in the obituaries, all in sports <laughs> shit. Like, you just like, what the fuck? You gotta see I, the news. I, you gotta learn the news. Um, actually, <sighs> that movie, took- I, so I just rewatched it because I was thinking about him and stuff like that. And I've, like, I just fucking love that movie. It's, it's still yes. one of my favorites. Such a, like, the shit holds up too, even all these years later. Um, but I did not realize every time I watched that movie until recently how fucked up Craig's family is to him. Like, they are going to let him die over $200. <laughs> they were like, no, don't They're bring like, me into this. <laughs> his mom is like, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving you money when you don't have a job. <laughs> and the sister was like, good luck, nigga. Like, they do not 
care that he is going to get shot if he doesn't give them $200. Like, it is so crazy. Um, but yeah, John Witherspoon in that, in that movie is great. There is, there is that one scene too, where he's talking to his son about being a man and, you know, fighting with your fist and not with your, um, not with a gun that ends up, you know, coming to play at the end of the movie or whatever. But even that is a bit fucked up because he's like, um, bring your fist to a gunfight, son. Yeah. (laughs) And did he, did he not know Debo was who, I mean, who was going, or big big worm, big, he didn't know none of them niggas. Like he didn't know who he was going to go fight. Like, okay. Yeah. I would tell my son if he's going to go fight Debo, go ahead, pick up your hands. And go out there and fight this motherfucker because yeah. that'll give you, you know, character. You feel right, me? Right, respect but in shit, the neighborhood. You got big worm. That nigga coming to kill you. He's coming with guns. Yeah, I so, mean, so, so let's either we gonna relocate to fucking Arizona or something, right? or or you know, bring bring whatever evens the motherfucker fight. You know, right. yeah. So, Sneak attack. Um, it was kind of crazy to watch that, and well, it was crazy to watch it and have it hold up as much as it did, but also crazy to think like, oh shit, I didn't realize. Because they were ragging on Craig, and he just lost his job. Yesterday at 4 p.m., yes. he lost his job. And it is 7 o'clock in the morning, and he is already being told to find a job as if he is just a dead beat. Right. Like, like so Yeah, like crazy. this was... Yeah, like he... They, man, and they will not... They don't even let him eat the food. They don't <laughs> let, let him eat the shit. food. I mean, to be fair, though, he was about to throw away some perfectly oh, good oh, cereal just because oh, there wasn't yeah. enough milk, and that is unacceptable, but um, right. uh, you're not going to get away. Like, they'll put some water on it, shit. Like, I don't know how many times I have been told in my life yep. to put some water on it. Like, that is right. just, you know... You ever been told uh, you ain't gonna eat you ain't, until you finish that shit? You ain't gonna eat nothing else. Oh yep, man. All my brother time. used to fall asleep at the table not eating food that he wasn't gonna get up if he didn't finish that food. <laughs> See, <laughs> there is like there's clear memories in my head of him with his face planted into a plate because he was not gonna eat and he was not gonna be allowed to get up until he ate. It was. The I worst. Have a bad fucking relationship with food, man. Right? Like, that's why he's probably as skinny as he is. He's like, I'm just never going to eat. How about that? <laughs> Make me eat this shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Meanwhile, I was like, I'll eat it. Every two yeah. hours, you better feed me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you're so aware of that, too. Audience, let me just tell you. Blurvish and I don't see each other often, but when we do, he is so aware of my need to eat. He will remind me that two hours yep. is coming up, and I'm like, oh, I already know. But thank you for being so aware of me needing to eat every two hours. Got the inner clock, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't eat like- until later in the day, so the fact that you're aware of, like, oh, it must be snack time for you. I can't tell if it's me I'm giving off vibes or if you're just, <laughs> you know, a kind friend who pays attention to shit. But, like, I so, hella yeah, appreciate uh, it. Second one, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was just a side note it had nothing to yes, do with what we're there, talking about there we go but um yeah so i mean I, you know there's a lot of different uh different things that john uh brought to light that mm-hmm. just you know just life you know what i mean things that things that throughout life it was just something that was you know that was quintessentially black, black. uh and what we what we know to be a good, you know what I mean? It, 
because he was like a like I said, he was the good dad that we all wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. He, I mean, there's just these nuggets. Right. And like you said, it's like a snapshot of blackness because it's like you have the observational humor comics that are just like, you know, like a Jerry or whatever. It's like, what's the deal <laughs> with what? A, and his thing is just coming at it like already talking shit like he's already right. being like. We got, this is a problem. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like, we all know it's a problem. Let's talk about the problem. Um, yeah, I mean, whether it's com- comedy, whether it's a sitcom or a movie, he just he just came through. I Like, I don't know how many things have been written on a page that he's been given. I was just, I was just about to say that. I, I, I feel as though they just said, all right, the situation is about this. Now, you know what I'm saying? I want you to hit these points. But just go run and run with it or, you know, and see how many times he had to say shit and just ad lib, you know, because I was thinking I was like that his that type of comedy isn't something that is written down. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a bit of an envy to him. You know, you and I both have the situation where we wouldn't have the most wonderful relationships with our fathers. So I think we kind of seek out that in some people like, you know, I've been telling people for years, Samuel Jackson's my dad because he's just this version of blackness that I wish i had as a father growing up right and then i have i have kind of a granddad complex because my granddad was in and out of my life and there's things about him that i kind of cling on to Mm -hmm. but you see someone like john witherspoon's character i mean it's so funny because even though he's granddad the cartoon in boondocks that man is in my head like i can see him i feel him like he is my granddad or at least this version of my granddad that i have painted up right you know yeah i mean it, it, it it's it it is a it's just ah man that's that that's why it's weird because i mean it hit me hard you yeah know what i mean it hit me hard because it was just like wow you and it's crazy how you don't like i said before i said this about my when my dad passed you don't know the relationship he had with other people but then you kind of have to go back and realize what affected you or what Mm -hmm. things, you know, because you never know those little different things you say every day or the little different things you do every day that you, the mannerisms or things like that you picked up from other people. Um, And, and so then when you, when somebody passes and then you do the one thing that, that they, you know, they put onto your life, Mm -hmm. then it's just like, Oh shit. He, you know, he touched me in ways I didn't even realize that that you know that was a part of my life you know what i mean it's, it is it's, crazy how there's those people that we've never met that has that effect on i mean like this is kind of a this is kind of maybe gallows humor or whatever about it but like mm-hmm. i woke up that morning and first thing i do is go to the, to go to the toilet and right. i learn he died while i'm on the toilet you know like that's right and, and, it, the, and the first thing i thought of was the taking the shit thing mm-hmm. like it's and I, I mean, I guess I was glad that I, even in my like, oh no, the, you know, the, the thing that I thought of next was something he did to make me laugh. Right. Right. And I think like, I mean, I feel glad that like, I don't have any bad shit to say today. Like, it's just like, this is a dude who I have no stories. I've heard no stories about him in any kind of way, except that he's been a man who's made me laugh when I was a kid and when I was an adult. And um, whether it's him as granddad or him as pops, right? You know, um, I, I mean, even the the mushroom shirt from Boomerang, 
Right. I don't know. And- there's not a day goes by that I'm actively looking for my socks to match my shirts. Like when I have my Deadpool socks on and my Deadpool shirt, I will announce to the world that I coordinate, you know, like you got to coordinate. Exactly. Like I you say that co- shit all the time. Got, right. And do, 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 do you do the shoulders and the hands and shit? And, <laughs> I mean, because I, yeah, because I, I have like 70 pairs of shoes and it's a bad, but it's because I feel as though I have to coordinate. Right. And I and I do I do certain things. Like if I have a shirt that has a little bit of light blue, I'll buy some something that has light blue in the shorts. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know, hit them off with the light blue in the shoelaces. Not the whole shoe, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, it, it's, I don't think I've seen crazy. the same pair of shoes twice. That's for sure. Probably haven't. Yeah. But it's funny, like, right? Like, such a little thing. Like, it's something you probably have thought about before coordinating. And then he says it in this beautiful little way. And now that's the way you think of it every time you think of it. Every time. You got to coordinate. Most people don't coordinate. See, you got to coordinate. Oh, see, when you saw me, you saw the mushroom I shirt. Said, mushroom shirt. Bang. Mushroom, mushroom shirt. shirt. But see, you can't stop with the mushroom shirt. You now, I would go on. I would stop that no, shirt. No, you got to keep going. Okay. Now, let me show you something. Look at that. Oh, you got on a mushroom belt. Gerard, did you know your pops had a mushroom belt on? Yes. But you don't stop there, see? No, you got to keep going. What you got, mushroom ring? Yes, good idea. Look what I got. Duh! <laughs> Gerard! Did you know on the inside was special mushroom? Yes! Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite, what's your favorite John Witherspoon moment? I mean, I have, I have many. I have, uh, you know, obviously... The I mean, I have one that's uh, I don't know if anybody even knows of it because it was a it, it was it was of him talking about um, about steroids. Dear John Witherspoon, is steroid use ruining professional sports? Steroids? I think it's a good thing. Look what it's done to our baseball players. Roger Clemens, my man, he can throw a ball 380 miles an hour. Steroids. After 20 years, that's a bad motherfucker. I think there should be a whole new league. Well, you can have all the steroids you want. Who cares if you grow another foot? You got three fucking feet? Run, motherfucker! I spent seven hundred dollars for a basketball game. I don't see a motherfucker fly. Let them all have steroids. Boxing. I want to see somebody knock that motherfucker's head off. I want to see a hockey player eat the fucking puck. I'm gonna tell you who needs some steroids: the soccer player. Three fucking hours. The score is one to one. Give him some steroids. I want to see the score 115 to, to 150. I'll pay to see some shit like that. But you need steroids. I'm gonna get me some fucking steroids. I want to be able to bang, bang, bang a girl for about. Two years, knock a motherfucker out, boom, 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 and give them to the people going over there in that rack. Give them some steroids. That should have been over. They had steroids. Let's go home. We didn't kill everybody. Come on. And the steroid use and how, like, you know, it's one of those things where I, you know, because I, I thought about it because of, you know, how they're treating my boy Barry Bonds. I'm a mm-hmm. Giants fan, so you know. Um, but it it, it just kind of was like. Man, I I wonder why they don't do that. You know, there are there are things that that's like people must have rules about certain things. So we have to have a decorum of some type of, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like most other things don't fucking care. So why is it that in sports, certain people can, you know, be looked at because of, let's just say, steroid use? Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck it. Why doesn't everybody? And he says it. And he was like, let's I don't give a fuck if he's a if you, you know, you can grow. A third foot. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, you're going to run faster because you, you know what I mean? Because you're doing that shit. Let's push the body to as far as it can go to see how 
how crazy the you know human person can be. You know what I'm saying? Let's fucking grow in humans. Also, all to be fair in terms of the steroid use thing, these people are already talented. And right. then you add the, the, the thing is enhancing what they already got, right? If I start taking steroids today, I'm not going to be Usain Bolt <laughs> right. or Lance Armstrong right. or Barry Bond. You know, like, I'm not going to be these motherfuckers because I don't have that already going on. So, like, I'm, I am not, I'm on the same team where I'm not really concerned necessarily with somebody doing, doing steroids within their thing. Uh, of course, I would want it to be equally matched. So, like he says in that clip, right? If I'm paying this much money, they might as well be in a whole league. Just make it a whole right. steroids league. Let's see how Everybody. I want to see a motherfucker fly. Like, yeah. yeah. Why not? Why the fuck not? But look at that. Like, that's a regular ass real world moment. Just, let me just talk conversation. to what I normally say this shit. And this is how I feel. But also, I think there's something in terms of like receiving information that you might be resistant to if you heard it in just like a very matter of fact kind of way. Like if someone's just going to come on the news one day and they're just going to be like, we are going to start having a steroids league and you are going to be okay with, you know, like you'd be like, fuck you, steroids league. We're like, we're like saying we're advocating for doping. But then you hear John Witherspoon say it, you're like, you know, he makes a point. <laughs> I can understand that. You know? You know? You yes, know? I do. Yes. So, and and I think that that's, that was the, that was the, um, the, uh, the, the secret sauce or the, or the, the, what do they always say? You know what I mean? Like the, the way that he could come across and make right. shit that you would think is plausible. You can understand it and be like, yeah. yeah. That works. Yeah. I he, understand that. He just had a magic for it. We should have said it back when we were talking about your shoe coordination. The coordination thing should have led into this for sure. But um, new shoe song. What What is more black than people's relationship to their fucking shoes? I mean, we talked about it with your dad and the Stacey Adams. You with the coordinating with your 11 billion shoes. And then granddad comes through and just expresses it in song in a way that makes so much fucking sense to all of us. Listen up, boys. I'm about to sing the new shoe song. New shoes, new shoes. Boy, Nike makes some good shoes. Just, it hits you. And the I mean, we feel it, right? You're just like, every time, I'm like, new shoes, new shoes. Oh, like, all of a sudden, I know how to sing, even though I ain't got no singing skills, because I got granddad's song to sing. (laughs) Right. And and we've all been there. And you know, we've all said that shit. Like, you know, you get the new shoes, you put them on, and you're faster than you were the day before. It's just because your shoes. You look better. Lighter on your feet. Slimmer. I mean, you comfort, the, the, the padding and stuff comes through everything your heart feel better you know what i'm saying like it's you know and the second you get that first scuff whether it's intentional accidental your whole life falls apart Uh, hold up i smell new shoes oh me oh what you made i've said it before expensive sneakers are like 150 dollar landmines step on one and boom a perfectly rational black man can explode. Get him, granddad! Get him! Get him! Man, you know I have to, I have like, now they have like, uh, you know, like baby wipes. Mm-hmm. I have like little wipes in my bag at all times. Like it's a, it's a, it's a shoe cleaner wipe. I was going to ask you what your shoe cleaner routine is. Cause I'm still, I'm still like 
old school hood with the toothbrush. Yes. Oh, no, I don't I don't I don't do the toothbrush anymore just because I I I've <laughs> I, I used to evolved to, past. Yeah, I, you know, I, mean, <laughs> I have gone past. No, I, I think I've, I, I've scuffed too much, like gone too hard. Ah, because I'm like, I'm like, it's a delicate I, I art, it, my friend. Shit, you feel me? You start to get uh, those cracks in the leather. I know what you're talking about. It's, it's a finesse situation. Yes. So I have to, I have to, I have to learn that. I mean, but I have, um, you know, I, I think I have a, um, a good formula of the type of uh, shoe cleaner I use. I used to go to the outlets every time and get this Reebok gel cleaner with the, <laughs> with the nozzle um, on it. And that was actually pretty, pretty good. And um, now I, I use like a rejuvenate. They even have like where you put the shoe in the bag. Yeah, rejuvenate. Yeah. You put it in the bag. Hey, we need a sponsor. We put it in the <laughs> bag. And you, you know what I'm saying? Like you wash them out with the water and the, in the brush and shit. Then you put it in a bag and you put it in with some nice actual laundry soap that's specifically for shoes and shit. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, I, you know, I get up in there. I didn't, I didn't know about it. So you sent me a clip though that I kind of forgot about until you sent it. And then I was like, oh yeah, this one. Yes. Um, you ever, I mean, in my family, uh, barbecuing is a an essential sport, I would say. <laughs> um, and do you we, compete you know, across the brothers? We, we haven't yet. And we, and I think we respect each other's, we respect each other's game okay. right now. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I think, I think we have never, or we haven't really at this point, um, gone at each other for the throat yet. <laughs> um, because I mean, I think as of right now, we just, we just real fat, and so we just like, hey, well, let's just eat. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all the being mad at each other because my sauce was better than you or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and so you know, but I have really good ribs. Shane has really good greens. Game. Okay, so yeah. that works. You can all cook different shit. Exactly, exactly. So we 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 do it. You know what I'm saying? But every time we cook, every time we cook, we always say the same shit when he says. The barbecue uh, place down the street where they give you more sauce than to give you meat. <laughs> and he says, hey, you come to Jones Barbecue because it says Jones Barbecue. Yeah. And so he said, come to Jones Barbecue where it'll make you uh, want to slap your mama. You know what I mean? And so and then he goes, hey. <laughs> you don't even he calls, realize he's in the clip until not, it pops right, up. Exactly. Because that's the last because it, it, it's his brother. And so then he goes, hey, you know, he tells him, he goes. Yeah, boy. And then he, and that's just him that right there. That is such yeah. him. Y'all tired of eating that barbecue from up the street? Where to get you more sauce than to get you meat? But bring your big ass down to Bruh's Barbecue. 15837 South Crenshaw Boulevard. That's right off Manchester. Bruh's Barbecue. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? Every one location, so it's me and you. It's such a because he even says that in like as granddad that he that that's just him, yeah, boy, and a cutie pie. Those those are two things he said in almost anything we've ever heard. So yeah, so there there there's that the clip. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So I mean, it feels like a lot. Like it feels like a loss because I didn't know if he was unhealthy or anything. I mean, we tonight we were actually supposed to have um, Danny. Jay Quick and uh, Morgan from Super Shorts Podcast will join us again, uh, this time with Morgan, but uh, Danny's sick, so shout out to Danny. Hope he feels better. 
but um, so Morgan actually in in a group in a group text no is a group text yeah group text uh, he says he just saw John Witherspoon last month in comedy oh. doing stand up and oh, so okay. like. Like, I didn't know if he was unhealthy or anything like that. I mean, the man was doing stand-up a month ago. So, uh, and they, to the best of my knowledge, I haven't seen them release anything in particular as, as to why he. Or how uh, he passed. Yeah. Or how he yeah. passed. Uh, and maybe it's out there and I just haven't seen it. But I, um, I think I would want to end this section on uh, Ice Cube's eulogy of yeah. John Witherspoon. I don't know who put me on after all these comedians going on around here it's you bruh alright <laughs> my god damn man you know um, John Witherspoon man one of the funniest people I know um, he's always been funny my whole life I remember sitting in front of the TV and watching um, some of the old Rich Pryor shows and John would pop up, and whatever you gave him, he would kill it. Um, then I seen him in uh, Robert Townsend. He would do, um, I mean, we all love um, Hollywood Shuffle. Would be no Friday if it wasn't Hollywood Shuffle. Um, and so I, I, Robert Townsend used to do an HBO show. Um, where he would do all these skits. And I saw John Witherspoon on one of his skits. He had one line. And I knew I wanted him to be uh, my father on Friday. His one line was, why the hell they ain't playing no Al Green in here? <laughs> Y'all remember that episode? <laughs> And I said, this is the funniest man alive. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Mixed Girl Maine. And we, Blur Vision and I went on to talk about a few other things before we wrapped up this episode. But in listening back while editing, it just doesn't feel right to add anything else to this episode uh, because we were really trying to say goodbye to John Witherspoon. So with that in mind, I'm going to play us out with a song that he sang on the Wayans Brothers show. And uh, I will just say goodnight to John Witherspoon. Peace, y'all.
my M&M. Blurred Comics is a Maine Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.